Good evening, everyone. How's it going? All right, um, I'm Abram. I'm normally uh, in there. I'm not normally back here, so I don't see your faces a lot. I usually see the back of your heads. So <laughs> it's a little different, you know. If I see your faces, it's normally when I mess up. So <laughs> that's normally not good, you know. <laughs> but, uh, you know. All right. So, um, uh, like I said, you know, my name's Abram. I'm uh, married. Uh, my wife over there, Amber. And we have a daughter who's 16, uh, Ariel. And my son, Declan, he's, he's a two and a half. And uh, he's a terror. Um, like I said, you know, we've known each other about four years. I've been coming here about four years. It's the only church that we ever really, well, I ever really went to. You know, I, I've never really been a part of, of any other of any other fellowship, really. You know, I, I didn't grow up in, in church. Um, I've been, like I said, in the sound room for about three and a half years. Um, so I, I was sitting in uh, Zeke's office. It was one of the times he was calling me names. And uh, we were talking, and I was sharing with him how, how one day I felt like, you know, I'd like to, to try this and, you know, to try sharing the Word of God. And, and uh, he said, you know what, you're going to trip out on this. I said, what? And he said, you know, I was going over the summer series and, you know, I've been praying about who to put on there. And he said, and, you know, you're, I wrote your name first on the list and he showed me the paper and, and I was kind of, a, you know, all right, well, let's pray about it. And he would tell me, all right, you know, pray about it, but I already know what the answer is, so you know, but pray about it, you know, <laughs> so here I am, you know, and so um, before we get in the word of God, let's, let's pray, Lord, I, I thank you for this opportunity, Lord, to share your word, uh, I thank you for, for all you do, Lord, and I just pray, Lord, that you help me, Lord, just convey your word, Lord, how, how you'd have me, how, you, how you'd have me do it, Lord, and Lord, I just thank you, Lord, for for everybody who's here tonight, Lord, and I just pray, Lord, that you open their hearts, Lord, to to what they'd hear tonight, Lord, and what you've been sharing with me, Lord. And I just thank you for everything, Lord, and it's through your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, well, I'm going to be reading. I know it's a little different than everybody else, but I normally read out of the NIV. It's what I'm comfortable with, so it might sound a little different than what everybody else is used to. But we'll go ahead and read... Uh, Let's see, verses 9 through 24. 119, I'm sorry. Apologize for that. How can a young man keep his way pure? By living according to your word. I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Praise be to you, O Lord. Teach me your decrees. With my lips I recount all the laws that come from your mouth. Rejoice. I rejoice in following your statutes. As one rejoices in great riches, I meditate on your precepts and consider your ways. 
I delight in your decrees. I will not neglect your word. Do good to your servant, and I will live. I will obey your word. Open my eyes that I may see wonderful things in your law. I'm a stranger on, on earth. Do not hide your commands from me. My soul is consumed with longing for your laws at all times. You rebuke the arrogant who are cursed and who stray from your commands. Remove from me scorn and contempt, for I keep your statutes. Though rulers sit together and slander me, your servant will meditate on your decrees. Your statutes are my delight. They are my counselors. Okay. So, covering verse, verse 9, I, I, I looked at that and I, I read it. And how it reads, it, it, it's a question and, a, and an answer. And so, it, when I read it, it said, How can a young man keep his way pure? By living according to your word. I mean, it's right there. I mean, the answer is right there to the question. And, and it kind of sounds simple when you read it. You know, when I read it, at least, it, it sounded real simple to me. You know, all right, yeah. But then as I thought about it, I wondered how long it took the psalmist here to, to get from the question to the answer. Because I know, like, in, in my life, in my walk with the Lord, it, it, it took me a while to realize, you know, where where I need to be. And so I, I started wondering if the psalmist went through the same thing. I started wondering if if he wrote down the first part and then thought about, you know, what it, what it took to get him there, or did he write it down and then put the pen down and then go and, and, and live life and, you know, develop scars and, you know, have you know go through some hurt and then come back and say lord i i i i need you i need i the only way for me to stay pure is in your word and and then going back and finishing off this verse and so it was like how how, how can a man a young man keep his way pure and and i, I went to that you know, and there, there's times, you know, when, when even when you're comfortable, even when things are going good, even when things are going going well, and, and, and you kind kind of, you know, you don't step away from the Word of God, but you might be like, well, things are going good. You know what I mean? Like, why, why, mess, with, why mess with what's going on now? But you're really not living a pure life. You're not living the life the Lord wants you to live, you know, when you're not in His Word. I mean, that could happen too. I mean, I kind of, I went a lot of different ways on this, on this verse. And, and I remember like, uh, there was a few years back, you know, when I first started coming here, I was coming to the men's Bible study and, and it wasn't this exact question, but it was something similar. It was something, I can't remember what it was, but it was something along the lines of, of, uh, you know, how, how, how a man could be a, uh, you know, you know the spiritual leader of his house. You know the priestly dad or husband. You know, and, and I was, I was, I was listening to them talk, and I was like, okay. You know, so I kind of raised my hand. I was like, 
you know, because like I said, I didn't grow up in church. I didn't know. And, and I don't mean to like dog on anybody that, you know, that were my examples growing up. I love those people. You know, I, I, I always will. You know, I know that they did the best they could. But I asked, I said, what does it look like? How am I supposed to know what it looks like? I, I don't have any examples. I don't know what it looks like. And the gentleman that I was talking to, he, he, he looked at me and he, he, he directed me to the word of God. And so this, it kind of made full circle, I guess, you know, when I, uh, when I got to this verse, it, it was like, wow, that's what he was talking about. You know, by living according to the word of God. You know, the word of God, it, it's not, it's not just ink on some paper, you know. I, I know we all know that. It's not just, just words that are, that, that, you know, we read, or, 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 yeah, we read them, but it's not just, it's not just print. You know, it's alive. And, you know, studying for this, I, I, I've, I, I, I mean, it has, the word of God has come to life to me in, in my walk with the Lord a lot, but it really came alive to me. And when I, it, I was reminded, you know, from Second Timothy three sixteen through 17, that all scripture is God breathed, useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, training, and righteousness, so that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. see, the word of God is our example. It's our example for a pure life. I mean, it equips us for every good work, for everything that he'd have us do. It's, it's something that we depend on. It's something that, that, that we rely on. Verse 10, you know, it says... I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. And that goes alongside of verse 9. Because when we're in his word, when we're really living according to his word, you know, you, you don't really want to stray. You know, you, don't, you, you won't. We seek him, you know. We seek him through his word. With all our hearts. And that's what keeps us close to him. And, and moving on to verse 11, you know, guarding our, or hiding your word in my heart. I've hidden the word, your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. You see, I mean, hidden, I read that, and I thought, okay, yeah, I understand, you know, we're to share the word of God. It's not, what's hidden, I believe, is guarded. His word is guarded in our hearts. But I, I kind of got this cool picture in my head about it, because his word's guarded with his word. Like, it overlaps. You know, his word... It's just protected by his word, his promises. His promises that, you know, when we mess up or whatever, 
you know, that through the blood of Jesus, you know, we're, we're forgiven and our sins, they aren't counted against us because of the Lord, because of what he's done. And so we praise him. He teaches us his decrees. I got this cool picture in my head, another one. I got a lot of cool pictures from, you know, reading this, you know. I'm going to be a painter, you know. But I got this picture when I read decrees, you know, because I know, you know, and, you know, Zeke coached me through this, you know. So it's too bad you could blame him, you know. But seriously, though. His, his, when I read decrees, you know, we, we kind of like bounce that word, you know, because like I said, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm reading from the NIV. And, I, and when I got, when I looked at, well, not looked at it, when I had this image of like a knight, a knight coming in and, you know, they're running, they're riding the town on a horse and they're all in their armor and everything. And then they go and they, you know, they go to, you know, to do a tree or whatever and they, you know, hammer on the thing on there and the, they're like, hear ye, hear ye, you know, and by order of the, of the king, the Lord Jesus Christ, you know, issues his decree. And, you know, here's his decree. You know what I mean? And I, I got even deeper into that picture, and it was like, well, who's his knights? And that's us. You know what I mean? It was, it was a cool picture that, that I had and, and that I have now, and, and I'm, I was really glad to share with that with everybody because we're his knights you know what i mean you talk about you know the, you know putting on the armor of god i mean that's the armor that that knight i seen in my head was wearing you know it, it, it it's it's him so after reading his decrees his orders we could say with our lips that we recount or consider his laws that come from his mouth. But if we're not in his word, then how could we know? How, how, how could we know what, what his, how could we even consider his laws if, if we don't get into his word? I mean, his word, it, it carries a, it carries great weight, great importance. He, um, you know, we have to remember, you know, what the word says in, in, in John 1 through 14, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. You see, Jesus is the Word. Jesus is, makes our lives pure. And so, you know, we rejoice in that, you know, as verse 14 says, you know, I rejoice in following your statutes as one rejoices in great riches. We rejoice in that. And, I, and 
isn't that true? I mean, I remember, you know, when, 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 when I finally surrendered to the Lord, And this is, it was kind of funny, you know, I was, you know, I was, in, I was in this tent with straw and all kinds of things, kind of like something from the movies. And, uh, you know, I, I was, I was in this tent and, you know, it was kind of funny because, you know, I was, I thought Jim was messing with me because I told him, you know, they were playing Mighty to Save and we just sang that song together. That was kind of crazy. We were singing that song and I remember looking at the worship team because they were, they, were, they were singing a song and I was looking at their faces and I was looking at at what they're, you know, and listening to what they were singing. I had the paper. I didn't, that was the first time I heard the song. I had the paper in my hand. I was reading it and trying to, you know, I didn't know any of the words, you know. But I was looking at the worship team and I seen on their faces, like, they had this peace, you know, and I, I didn't have that at that time they had they had this look on their face they, they were full of joy they were smiling and i was it was a pure smile it was it wasn't like a fake one that i always had done you know it was it was it was pure it was and, and i and i remember saying to myself that's that's what i want that's that's what i want i remember saying lord that's what i want so i went up to the to the preacher when they were done and i said i need a do-over and and you know we prayed together, and, and that's when I when I when I finally you know surrendered to the Lord, and and I'm not gonna this isn't a joke, you know. Matter of fact, last Sunday evening, me and Donnie were talking about this, and I could feel my face, I could feel the muscles in my face, like I was smiling, I was like, whoa, like this, like just this change, and I was just so overjoyed. I I I I, I really can't. I mean, I'm sure a lot of us know that joy. You know what I'm talking about? And going back to this verse about one who, one who rejoices in great riches, I mean, I remember telling people, I can't, if I won the lottery right now, I, I, I couldn't get any happier. And, and, and I still feel that way. I mean, because... I mean, I mean, somebody could give me enough money to change my life. Anybody here. Anybody here could get enough money that would change their life. I mean, yeah, you know what I mean? It could do that. Money could change your life. But Jesus could change your eternity. And that day, my direction, my eternity was changed forever. And I rejoiced. I, I couldn't get any happier. I couldn't, I, I couldn't have any more joy. I mean, I imagine when I get to heaven, I'll have, you know, twice that joy. But right now, now that when I, well, I'm here, I, 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 my eternity changed. And so, I mean, how could I rejoice more than that? So, verse 15, I meditate on your precepts and I consider your ways. You know, I, 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 I looked up the word precepts 
I mean, I kind of knew what it meant from reading it, but, you know, not really all that smart. So I, I had to look it up. And I, I'm glad I did. I'm glad the Lord prompted me to look up that word because it reads as a command or direction given as a rule of action or conduct. Now, Jesus said in Matthew 22, 36 through 40, the greatest commandment is to love your, name, love your God with all your heart and with all your soul, with all your mind. Well, with all your soul, with all your mind. Mine didn't, my version didn't say heart. So. This is the first and greatest commandment. The second is, like it, love your neighbor as yourself. And all the law and prophets hang on these two commandments. So these are his precepts. These are what Jesus said is, is, is the greatest commandments or commands or precepts. Now, isn't that something to consider? So I, I asked myself, I said, how can I love you more, Lord? How can I love my neighbor more? Show me, Lord. And, and, and it just, on my heart, you know, it just, both of these two commandments, you know, they start with love. And I was like, love. So I, I, I you know, meditate on his love. Consider those ways. Consider all his ways, but those ways, you know. And 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 to love each other, and to love even those who 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 would even come against us. It's his orders. It's his decrees. We delight in his word that we don't neglect. And in doing those things and in having the Lord, we, we, we keep our ways pure. You see, so I, I, I went through the first eight verses, or, well, nine through 16. And I read them, and it, it kind of read to me as one who is, the, the psalmist is just in awe of the Lord. And it seems like, you know, through the whole, the whole psalm, the whole chapter, he, he, he's all about the Lord. But in covering these two, these two different sections of it, these two, these two parts of the Hebrew alphabet, the 17 through 24, it, it kind of seemed to me that the, the, the tone changed. It kind of seemed like the, 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 the psalmist was going through something and was, was crying out to the Lord. I don't know. I mean, maybe that's how I just took it. I don't know. Because when he says, do good to your servant and I will live, I will obey your word. It's, it's, it just reads as a, as a cry to me. And I started thinking, you know, about, you know, my life and things that, that I go through. 
And I realized that God always does good. I understand that. But at the same time, I know sometimes, you know, in, in our lives we go through things and, and they could be, a, they could be hardcore, you know, I mean, they could be hard. But in these things, God's still doing good. And I'm going to share something with you that's really, it's really kind of, kind of personal, you know, in my life, well, in my life, in my, my family. You know, I, I I I prayed for a for a long time. You know, for 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 my son, I prayed for his son. I I did. I mean, I love my family. I love my wife, and I love my daughter. I love the way things were then and, and the way things are now. But the Lord prompted me to pray for his son, and I did. And so he's an awesome little boy. He bounces off the walls. He he's something else. But in these last few months, we've noticed he's kind of, you know, regressed in certain areas and or, he, or hasn't progressed in other areas. You know, we, we started realizing that, you know, he's not even trying to talk. And so even now, you know, we still don't know anything. You know, we've just been going with the flow and doing and praying about it and, and, and taking him to the appointments. He's in, you know, play therapy and different things, and the doctors, you know, they're evaluating him, you know, you know, th- it could be anything, it could be autism, a form of autism, a delay, you know, it, it, it could be anything. And, you know, when I, the first appointment that we went to, and I thought, hey, you know, he just, you know, he's just not ready yet. But then they kind of said a few things and bummed me out, you know, I was like, man, it's a possibility, and, and, and you know, really bummed me out. You know, I, I left that day just bummed. So I prayed about it for a while. And, you know, I, I could have cried out to the Lord. I could have said, Lord, why is this happening? Why, why, why? And a lot of people would, and, you know, understandably so, you know. But God was doing good. Because I understand that had he gave that's this issue to deal with five years ago, six years ago, when, 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 when I wasn't there, when I wasn't, when I, I didn't have the Lord to lean on. I mean, physically I, I would have lived, but inside I would have died. I wouldn't have been able to handle it. But he gave us this issue at the right time. And so, even in this issue, it's, he's doing good. You know, I, I, I'll never forget the day I, I, I was really praying hard about it. And I said, and I was like, Lord, I, I can't handle this. You know, I, I can't, I, Lord. And he put it on my heart, you know. And, I, and it was kind of funny, you know, I mean, I just felt this on me that, he said, you know, Abram, if if there is an issue, if there is something really wrong with him, are you going to love him any less? And I said, no. No. You know, so it was like, 
Lord, you know, you, you, you showed me that. And so even through a harsh situation like I think the psalmist was going through, he was doing good. He was doing good in his life. See, he opens our eyes that we may see wonderful things in his law. He is my law. And I, and I see wonderful things in him because of his word. You know, in, in going through hard times, in going through trials like this, you know, you know, one could say, how are you handling this so well? How are you not freaking out? Like I said, five or six years ago, I would have been freaking out. I would have lost my mind. But this falls back on the next verse. I'm a stranger on the earth. I'm a stranger. You know, we stick out. We stand out because the Lord does good in our lives because we have them. He doesn't hide his commands from us. So we long. We long for him. Next verse says, My soul is consumed with longing for your laws at all times. You know, imagine, I mean, I know we all get busy and we all seek the Lord. We all, especially if we know Him well, we, we seek Him. But this kind of put me in check because it says longing. You know, it says longing. And, and I started to think, what would my life look like? I mean, yes, I love the word of the Lord. But what would it look like if I truly just longed for him all the time? Like, to the point of like, where, where you're just always hungry, you know? I mean, I'm sure we all have been hungry. We all want to eat. You know, nobody likes to, to, to starve, you know, or, or, but longing, being hungry for more of his word. I mean, there's some mornings where I'm getting ready for work, and it's like, all right, you got to get ready for work, and I'm overslept, you know, And I'll get the word of God and I'll read, you know, something short, you know, real devotional. But it's like, that's crackers. You know what I mean? It's good. It's good to have. But I, I notice there's, for the most part, I want meat. You know what I mean? I want, I want you know, I want a steak. 
You know, I want Thanksgiving. <laughs> you know, my wife's laughing because she's like, I always want Thanksgiving, like, even in the Word and even. But really, though, I mean, what would our lives look like? To be consumed with longing for more of Him. I kind of, you know, I looked up a couple words in the dictionary and they're online or whatever, some of them are easy words, but I wanted to see consume because I know, you know, eat to, you know, eat and to take in. But I, I looked this up and I thought it was really cool because one of the short little definitions of, of consumed is to be absorbed. And so it's kind of funny because I often, like, think of my walk with the Lord like I'm like a sponge, you know, and I go in his word, and I get saturated. You know what I mean? They're just, just, sex, just soaked. And there's times where I'm like that, where I'm soaked. And, and, and then, you know, the Lord's like, oh, squeeze me out, Lord. And like, you know, the Lord uses us in crazy ways. And it's like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, being, I'm being, you know, drenched out. And then he puts us back, and then, you know, back again. And then there's times where it's like I'm just staying there and he's doing both at the same time. I'm in the word and, and, you know, and he's squeezing at the same time so it's like I can never lose that, you know. But then there's times when I get busy, like I said, and it's, I'm over here. I'm close to it. I'm around it. But I'm over here. And you can kind of feel yourself dry up. You know what I mean? And I don't know if anybody has ever really squeezed a dry sponge but it just breaks. You know what I mean? It just, it just crumbles like to pieces. And that's what, that's what happened. I don't know if, if I'm the only one, but I know I'm not. But that's what happens though. We just fall apart without him. Without his word, we fall apart. And I, 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 I've had this picture in my head for a long time. I'm like a sponge. And so when I read this, it was like, oh, that's cool. You know, it just fit. And God's good, you know. Because I couldn't have come up with this on my own. It's the Lord. You know, I, I, and I know, you know, there's really no excuse to be right here. Because he keeps us right in here. And on this next verse, this next verse, verse 21, he says, You rebuke the arrogant who are cursed and who stray from your commands. I kind of got a broken heart by reading this verse. I know God does this. I, I, I know he does. But it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking to, to, when you think about somebody who's so arrogant that they wouldn't come 
to Jesus. I mean, we all know people who we pray for that that don't know him, and we love those people. Well, I thought about how how God must love these people. And he calls in, he says they're cursed. And he rebukes. And I know we all, we all know people who stray from the word of God. I know we all know people who probably have served the Lord, you know, with all their heart. And for whatever reason, they, they, they went back to, way the, to where they were at. You know, I remember, you know, somebody very close to me who served the Lord. When he strayed, I remember sitting right over there and I was crying. I, I was weeping for this, for this young man. And if it broke my heart that bad, if it breaks my heart that bad, I know it breaks the Lord's. I know it breaks God's heart. Because I know it's, it's so easy, it's so easy to stray. I mean, since I have truly surrendered to the Lord, I'm His. But for somebody to stray, it, it, it's, it's something that could happen like that quick. And if they're not in His Word, if they're not planted in it, they could just fall. So we need to encourage each other, stand by each other, and, and, and be in his word. You know, I was thinking about how easy it is for somebody to slip. I mean, because it's so easy to say, man, why did they, you know, they knew better. And, I, and I've said that about people, too, you know, who, people who I know who have went back. I, I, I'm going to tell you something that hap- happened to me the other day. You know, I was with a buddy of mine, and, you know, we were really, weren't out doing nothing, you know. And I normally keep a a, a, a cooler of water with me. You know, I, I, have, I drink a lot of water. But back in the day, you know, I used to drink a lot of other stuff. <laughs> and so... I went to go to my car, I come back, and next to my cooler, it was empty, but it was an empty, it was an empty bottle of beer that was there. And I was like, what's this? You know, and he said, you know, he goes, oh, you know, it was, it was, had decorations on it, whatever. He goes, oh, I thought you might like it, and, you know. So I, I didn't, I wanted to be rude, but I didn't want to be rude, so I said, all right, whatever, you know. So I, I, I said, I'll throw it away later put it in the cooler and whatever. So I get home and I'm thinking, I have this stupid thing in my cooler still. And so I'm like, I didn't want anybody to think that I was, that I drank it. 
you know? So I get home, and I'm like, oh, man, you know? I went into, like, special ops mode, you know what I mean? <laughs> I went in the house, I snuck in, you know what I mean? I'm like, All right, you know, I, you know. I go to the, 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 to the, put my cooler down in the kitchen, looking at the trash. Oh, I got to throw. Well, I don't just want to throw the bottle in there, because then they're going to open it. Where did this come from? I'm like, oh, no, man, they think I did this, man. Gonna, oh, man, wife's going to hit me. You know, no, she went, she, she went, <laughs> she went, but it was going through my head, like, I got to, you know, I got to get rid of this thing. So I go and I get, like, two Walmart bags that we had sitting in there, so I'm going to put in two, because one's not good enough, you know. <laughs> and so I get two Walmart bags, and I have them like this, so I'm looking over there, and my daughter's coming in the other room, I'm like, oh, man, I closed it, you know. I go back and forth, and I close it, and I'm like, man, she won't leave the room, man, you know. So finally she leaves. And I go there to grab it, right? I put my hand in there, and it's empty, you know, but it's with my cold water. So I pick it up, and you know what? That thing was cold. That took me back. It was the first time I think I'd ever, since I came to the Lord, that I, I, I picked up a cold bottle. I mean, it was empty. And I didn't want to, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to the bar now. No, it wasn't like that. It was more like it took me to this verse, and it's like, it's that easy. It's that easy. Had it not been planted in the Word, had, had, it, had, had I not, had it not been, been grounded in His Word, maybe I would have. You know, maybe I would have. And it gave me a heart for people who stray. It gave me a heart for people who, 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 who never show. It gave me a heart for the arrogant. Because it was like, it's that easy. You know, and once you do stray, it's hard to come back. You know, it, it, it's, it, had I went and did that, I'd have been so embarrassed. You know, I know the Lord would have, would have forgiven me, but I would have been full of shame. And so I was thinking about those who stray, those who, who, who knew him, who walked with him, and, and who looked to, or at least had the appearance of having a strong walk with him. I, I, I looked at that and I said, man, you know, I got to pray for these people. It's, it's, it's that easy. It's that easy. All it takes is, you know, grabbing an empty bottle or, or smelling something in a parking lot. You know, it's, it's that easy. But I know it's his word. It's his word that keeps my way pure. I know that he reminds us that all scorn and contempt, he removes all scorn and contempt for we keep his statutes. We keep his word. That's why we don't go back. I used to pray that all the time, Lord, I don't want to go back. 
Keep me, Lord. Keep me, Lord. I'm beginning my walk with him. Keep me, Lord. I don't want to go back. I don't want to go back. Keep me, Lord. I remember walking down the, the, uh, in the grocery store and seeing the, the booze aisle. And I, to this day, I haven't walked down it. He removed. He removed from me scorn and contempt because I keep his statutes now. Verse 23 says that rulers sit together and slander me. They slander us. See, I walk, even though walking with the Lord, it, it doesn't make life in this world is any easy. <coughs> you know, we're strangers. People don't like what's foreign, you know? They don't like anything different. We stand out. You know, all you got to do is turn on the news and you could see this happening right now. You could see people slander the, the Christian and slander the word of God. But you know, as Pastor Zeke has been telling us and has been sharing with us to do times like these, stay the course. Stay the course. And when we do, when we stay the course and we stay in his word, you know, we get a peace even when people come against us. As it happens, it's happening. But God's with us. So there's a peace that comes with that. You know, he reminds us that his statutes are our delight. So even in times of trouble, times what like this verse seventeen to twenty four, I, I really feel the psalmist was going some, through something. And even going through that, we delight in his statutes. We delight in his his word. We delight in his laws. Because his statutes are a delight. And they give us counsel. It's his word. His word, Jesus, is what keeps us pure. He is the word. He's He's everything. So just just keep to that. Hold on to that. 
You know, I don't know. I don't know if anybody who's here is needed to be reminded of this, but I know I did. I know it, it's so funny, just this maybe it's like that much in words, <laughs> but it changed my life. His word, you know, it changes our eternity. God is good. So, um, just meditate on those things. So, um, well, that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's pray.